The Gospel of John chapter 3 verses 1 through 7 says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Amen. Lord, thank you for truth. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when it seems impossible, even when it seems unusual, it's still truth. Whether we believe it or not does not change the fact that it is still truth. So, Father, show us your grace. Give us the faith to believe and to understand the truth. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. name. Amen. 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 We've been studying great encounters with the Lord. Columbus gave a, a little list of them. We talked about the leper and his encounter with the Lord. And the, and the leper met the Lord and said, Thou, if that thou wouldest, thou can cleanse me. And we know the leper was healed and cleansed. We talked about Jairus and his daughter and his encounter. We talked about the woman with the issue of blood and she had an encounter with the Lord. We talked about the thief on the cross and his encounter with the Lord. <clears throat> Today, we talk about Nicodemus. The name Nicodemus means victorious, <clears throat> warrior. You get the word Nike out of Nicodemus in the Greek. Nicodemus, historians say Nicodemus was so rich, so wealthy, that he could have fed all the people in Jerusalem for a year. Nicodemus had an issue. He had heard the truth of God's word. He had met Jesus. He had an encounter with Jesus. And he had some questions to ask. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. Verse 1. The word of God says he was a ruler of the Jews. Verse 2 says he came to Jesus by night. A lot of speculation of why he might have showed up at night. <clears throat> he was a busy man. He was a ruler of the Jews, so he would have been he would have been his responsibility to rule during the daytime, rule in the synagogue and rule in the temples and rule the land. Most people believe he came at night because there was an edict out the law had been written by the Pharisees and, and he would have been one of the main writers that if anybody believed on Jesus Christ, they would have been put out. They would have been put out of the synagogue, 
put out of the temple. So he most likely, and I think <clears throat> he would have came by night because he didn't want to be seen. But what he came for was some answers. He came for some answers. And, 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 I, and I believe it's noble that he went right to the source. He went right to the source. And here's his question or his statement that he made in verse number two. It says, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So the miracles, the miracles separated Jesus from being just a normal rabbi. Nicodemus would have been called a rabbi and, and, and he would have thought of himself as having great knowledge and wisdom, but he couldn't back up his great knowledge and wisdom with miracles. Jesus backed it up with miracles. And I believe that's what most likely caught Nicodemus' attention. So he want to know about Jesus. I believe he had deeper issues. Because Jesus didn't answer that question. Jesus knows our hearts, and, and you ever, you ever, you ever go to somebody, you go to somebody, you got a, you got a, something you want, but you don't go around the bush. You're gonna go around, and you, you don't want to be real direct with it. Uh-huh. He wanted to know about the kingdom of God. Okay, how do I know that? Because that's what Jesus answered. Jesus answered him. And said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So that must have been what was on Nicodemus' heart. He came to the teacher, or as a teacher, and he was taught something. Verse 4. I'm going to get to to verse 7, because that's why I want to Rest my hat. Because I, I think people need to deal with what it means to be born again. Amen. I'm just going to be, I, I just be straight with people. A lot of folks, I heard, I heard Deacon, uh, Deacon Jeremy say, you know, a lot of folks call themselves Christians, but don't know what it means to be born again. Amen. And you got to be born again to be a Christian. Amen. You got to be born again to go to heaven. You, you, know, you got to be born again to go to heaven. Amen. And I want y'all to go to heaven. I just don't want to be up there by myself. I want to say, where are my folks at? <laughs> you did all that preaching. Ain't none of them was born again. I owe y'all that. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? See, see what Nicodemus is, is, is asking Jesus. And, and what, he, what, he's, what, he's, what he's understanding Jesus is saying is the impossibility of being born again. Okay? I want to talk about how, how do you get born again. I want to talk about what it, how does a person get born again. I, I, I don't know if that's his sentence structure was correct, but I want to make sure we understand the steps of being born again. What's, what's it look like? Okay? Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews and he knew it was hard to be born again. People, people think it's easy. You know, I, I hear it just, just repeat after me. Okay. Lord, I believe that you are the son of God and I want to be saved. And if you believe that, you're in. And after that, you can live like, like a hell in the rest of your life. But I said the prayer. more to it. It's more to it. We're going to talk about it today. We're going we're gonna to have a good time today. Amen. Can, a, can he enter into his, a second time into his mother's womb? No. It's impossible. It's impossible. Remember Jesus was talking to the, to the, to the disciples and Jesus said it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. 
And the disciple says, how can we do this? And they basically said it's impossible. Okay? How do we get to heaven? How do we get to heaven? If we can't get through the eye of the needle, because everybody in this room is rich, wealthy. Okay? Nobody in here hungry. Jesus answered, verse 5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Water, water in, in that day meant purification. Okay? The water, the water in the Bible represents the word. So when the word of God is being preached, and the word of God is being being preached, there's a, there's a cleansing. There's a cleansing effect. When the word of God is preached. So if I come up here and preach to you, you guys, and a lot of churches are doing it now because people are starting to come back to the church and the church has lost a lot of money. So a lot of preachers are probably preaching on tithing, you know. We got a tithe, you got a tithe, you gotta give your money, you got a tithe, you gotta give, give, give. And most folks is most folks is, you know, inflation, whether you believe it or not, it's 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 a real deal, okay? Amen. All right. Now some of y'all driving trucks and different things and oh, Okay, that one I have cost forty dollars to fill up, and then, you know, six months ago I could fill it up for twenty. Mm, <clears throat> but if the, if the pastor is preaching tithing and messages that's not explaining to you how to be saved and what it means to be born again, how do you receive Jesus Christ? Amen. How do you receive Jesus Christ if the gospel is not being preached? We're going to talk about that too. Let me get to verse 7. That which is born of flesh is flesh. What's that mean? I heard somebody say it in there. What's that? Flesh, that which is born of flesh is flesh. Me and Cindy got together and we produced Karina. Flesh produced flesh. Okay? <clears throat> that which is born of the Spirit. Produce spirit. Okay. So so once we once we once we was born of the spirit, uh-huh, we became spiritual. And we became we became people who wanted to do the right thing spiritually. Because that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Verse 7, one more time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to it. Because I want y'all to know when y'all leave here today, I want everybody to know what it means to be born again. Marvel not that I say unto thee, he said it a second time, you must be born again. Now, that word must, that word must, that's a command, that, that, that's a strong word. That means without this, you, you, you cannot enter the kingdom of God, unless you are born again. He says, you must be born again. Let me, let me give you some, some must in the Bible. Big muscles, I call them big muscles in the Bible. Okay, I got a list of them here. Let me, let me, let me start here. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Okay? Here's, here's another one. This is why this is important. This is why the gospel must be preached. 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. It's must. He ain't getting he ain't getting around that. Okay. Here, here, here's a thought that 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 triggers me. Okay. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. So I hear these folks. Well, you don't need to go to church. You don't need to go to church. Let me tell you something. Okay. 
The word of God must come out of the church. Because when we look around the world, we look around and the mess that it's in. Let me tell you something. God's coming to the church first. Okay? He's coming to those that he commissioned to preach the gospel and those he that he gave his showed his grace and his mercy and his love to. We, we got a heck of a responsibility. Amen. We need to really take it serious. Amen. Okay? We need to really take it serious. So I'm walking around, I'm a Christian, and like, you got to take it serious. Being a Christian is serious business. Why do we need to be, why do we need, why do we even need to be saved? Think about it. Why do we need to, why do we need a new birth or to be born again? How about that? Because we sinners. Amen. We are sinners. Here's, here's how Peter says, here's, here's where we all are before we got saved. I'm, I'm, I'm not hoping everybody here know the Lord. Wherefore, laying aside all malice, this is what we, this is what was in us. Okay, all malice, all guile, hypocrisies, envies, all evil speakings. Then he says, Peter, and as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. Why, Peter? That ye may grow, therefore, that we may grow, therefore. Paul writing to the Ephesians, serious, Paul, Paul writing to the Ephesians, and I believe when Paul wrote, he wrote about who he was. I say that to you guys all the time. He says that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt. You know what? We was corrupt. I, I ain't as corrupt as I used to be. Okay. Amen. I'm still in this flesh. You know, I had a flare up on me every once in a while. I had a flare up on me, you know, make me want to flip somebody off or give them a bird. But I don't, I, I don't do it. I don't do it. I don't do it. I just love the flesh. And the flesh says, you know what? You, you shouldn't let that slide. I know I ain't by myself. Amen. Amen. We got to stay prayed up. We do. We got to stay prayed up. Because this flesh will take advantage of the fact that you ain't been studying the word of God. You ain't been praying. You ain't been, you ain't been working on your salvation. This, this flesh will take advantage of you. Okay? The Bible said let a man what? Take a more earnest, earnest heat less. He also slip away. Any, anybody, anybody other than me ever felt like you was just getting away from it? You weren't close as you used to be. You're not holding on as tight as you used to be. Your love for the things of God ain't what it used to be. That's why we come to church and get reminded of that. And I'm not, I'm not preaching my life. I'm just preaching the gospel. God didn't tell me to preach my life. Y'all wouldn't want to hear it. It, it, wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be nothing. Nothing. You don't want to hear it. The author of, the author of our born again reaper is who? Okay. You, 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 if you come in here and say, you know, I got saved under Pastor Neil, you, you, your, your salvation is messed up. Amen. You know, you know, my mommy led me to Christ. My father led me to Christ. Billy Graham led me to Christ. T.D. Jakes, I listen to T.D. Jakes and I got saved. Listen, listen, there's only one way you got saved. That's Christ. Okay. He says this. He says this. He came into his own and his own received it not. Mm-hmm. But as many as received him, John 1, 11, 12, and 13. But as many as received him, he gave them, he gave to them, gave he power, what? To become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now watch this verse 13. This is the key verse. Which were born. Born again, watch, which were born, not of blood. Okay. What you, you know, Karina got to get saved. Amaya going to have to get saved. Daniel going to have to get saved. He's he, he not going to get to a certain day. Well, dad, my dad's saved, I'm saved. No. Okay. I heard, I heard Shaq. I heard Shaquille O'Neal talking to his kids. He said, he say, y'all ain't rich because I'm rich. They running around talking about they rich. He said, no, I'm rich. <laughs> See? See, we, we can jump on the bandwagon, but you ain't, you know, ain't nobody. You know, 
I'm saved. And Cindy ain't born again because I'm born again. She got to get born again herself. That goes for all of us. Watch. Let me let me give you scripture. He says, verse 13, which were born not of blood. I heard preach, I hear preach. I was born a Christian. I I was born into a Christian family. My mother and father were Christian. Don't mean nothing. Amen. Not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. See? Nor the will of the flesh. Listen, if the flesh. If, the, if your flesh can save you, then your flesh can unsave you. Because there come a time where your flesh don't want to be saved. We go through this all the time. You know what? I, I, you know what? I'm going to take this salvation off for a little while. Because the flesh, if the flesh created it, the flesh can undo it. Nor of the will of man. This is all in the verse. Nor of the will of man. I want y'all to be saved. I want everybody here to be saved. I want, I want everybody here to be saved. And I and, and and I can want that all I want. Amen. Okay. But all salvation is of God. Is of God. Now let me read it with that. Since I've explained it like that, let me read the verse. He says, which were born again, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He's the author of our salvation. Okay? For by grace are you saved, what? Through faith and not of yourself. It's a gift of God. Not by works or not by man. Not by works. Why? Lest we would boast. Imagine that. Imagine that. Let me give you another one. James 1.18. This one I, I, I really like. Because God is the author of our salvation. He's the author of our new birth. Okay? He says, of his will. Okay? This is James 1.18. Of his own will begot he us. With the word of truth. See, See the two go together? You know, go to church and say, they ain't talking about the word of God. Uh, you, can, you can turn on some of, the, some, some of the stuff I turn on sometimes. I don't even hear him mention Jesus. Uh-huh. Just having a good time. And then folks is coming down, running down. They coming down a hundred at a time. I'm like, what's happened? What did I miss? Let me, let me, let me give you one more and I'm going to move on. Maybe two more. Watch this. Being confident of this very thing. That he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. How about that? Who begun it? He begun it. God begun it. He begun it. And if he begun it, he's going to finish it. Okay? Now, if you can walk away from your salvation, if you can walk away from your salvation and you can turn your back on and say, I'm, I'm apostate, I have nothing to do with it. Oh, it proves that God didn't begin it. That's all it proves that God didn't begin it. That's all you prove proving that God didn't begin it. He's the author. Somebody said he's the author and the finisher of our faith. Watch, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down on the right hand of God. He began it. He began it. And you're going to go through. You're going to break some thumbs and some elbows on the world. You're going to go through. Remember I talked about the Smyrna, the church of Smyrna in Revelations 2. The church of Smyrna was going through. It was one of the two churches out of the seven that, that God said was faithful. Okay? It was the church of Smyrna. And he says this. He says, fear none of these things. Revelations 2.10. He says, fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. That you may be tried and you shall have tribulation 10 days. Here's, here's the part that I like. Be thou faithful unto death 
and I will give you the crown of life. How about that? Amen. Get the crown of life. You got to suffer sometimes. I get, I get upset, I hear. You, know, you shouldn't be suffering. The reason why you're suffering is because you don't have no faith. No, the reason why you're suffering is because you have faith. Amen. You're going to suffer. That's why you have us. That's why you have church and you have folks that you can lean on and talk to and come out and eat dinner with and, and fellowship with. This is a rejoicing time. This is a time where we come together and we strengthen each other. Learn about some things. How do we how do we obtain? How do we obtain this? How do we obtain this born again? We talk about we talk about the, the, the one. We talk about God is the author. Who 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 does God use? Jesus. 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 Now, whoever put the whoever put the response of reading together, I was like, oh, that's, that's right out of that's right out of this, out of the text today. So some of we on the same page. We'll put that together. It must be Cindy. I don't know who puts that together like that. Cindy must have. Okay. Watch this. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. That's the text. 1 John 5, 1. Let me read it again. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Now, now the key word in that sentence is believeth. I didn't say whosoever believe. Believe it could be one day and not believe the next day. The word believeth means past, present, and future. You're never going to stop believing. Okay? You're never going to stop believing. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Now, John puts in the Christ because there's a lot of Jesus out there. Okay. Somebody say, which Jesus? You got the happy Jesus, you got the dancing Jesus, you got the prosperity Jesus, you, you, you got the make a wish Jesus, you got a lot of Jesus out there. Okay? And you got to make sure you got the right one. See, you can be on the wide road. You can be on the wide road, you're on your way to heaven, and you look over and you see people on the narrow road, you see, you see Christians going through and struggling, and, and, and you'll know, be like, man, they must be on the wrong road. See, if, if you was on the wide road, you had everything going you look over on the narrow road and see folks going through. And you would think, because you're on a wide road, you got everything going on. You know, you got you got cash, your kids doing well, everybody, you just then you look over there and say, No. Columbus always going through. <laughs> he must be on the wrong road. No, you on the wrong road. Amen. He on the right road. Say smooth selling. Somebody sell you that. How you sell that to somebody? Well, you know, life is smooth selling. You know, you get saved, everything, everything gonna be wonderful. That's a lie. That's a lie straight from where? The pits of hell. Amen. Okay? All who desire to live godly in Christ shall suffer. Mm-hmm. Who in here right now ain't? Who in here right now don't have a don't have no prayer needs? Suffering. My sister's husband is dying and sick. My son is in the hospital. We all got stuff going on. And you got to make sure you got the right Jesus because the wrong Jesus won't save you. Remember, remember Jesus. Now, we we did this in response to reading. I don't want to be redundant, but I have to do it because it's in my notes. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, say, whom do men say that I am? He's trying to make sure. He's trying to make sure they got the right Jesus. And that's every pastor's responsibility is that the people have the right Jesus. Because there's a lot of wrong Jesus out there. Amen. Okay. I don't, you know, I want you thinking you got, I got the dance with Jesus. Okay. Listen. And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist. Some say Elias. Others say Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. See? Islam say Jesus is one of the prophets. Jesus said to them, He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Don't forget that I am. And Simon Peter answered, Thou art, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living. 
God, the Son of the living God. So, how's your believeth? How's your believeth? Okay? That word believeth, that word believeth is almost always tied to everlasting life. Think about it. When I look up the word believeth, and, and, and it's almost always tied or connected to everlasting life. Now, when I look up the word believe, it's not, but believeth is, okay? Because believeth represents an ongoing relationship with God, an ongoing relationship with God. Never gonna, it's never going to end. It's never going to end, okay? Watch. Let me give you a couple of verses. John 6, 40. It says, and this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Amen. Jesus talking to, talking to, to Mary or Martha after Lazarus had died in, in John eleven twenty five, 25. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Believeth. Can you ever can, see, see, as a as a man of God, a woman of God, if you in here now, and if you think, if you think that you one day may not be saved. You're not saved. Let me say that again. If you were here now and think that one day something can happen in your life and you will not be saved, then you're not saved. Okay? Okay. That's some serious stuff. This ain't no game. If he endured to the end, She'll be saved. Okay? So we talk about God, the author, Jesus. Now we look at being born again. What's next? You're talking about the Trinity. What's next? The Holy Spirit. Okay? The Holy Spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Okay? So so we're gonna be born again. We're not gonna be born again in the flesh. How? We're going to be born again. How? In the spirit. In the spirit. And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Where in time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. How are we saved now? Spirit, by the Spirit, by the Word of God. The Word of God was was spoken in the Spirit. Okay, for prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men. Watch, holy men of God spake as they were what moved, moved by the Spirit or by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost. Paul, Paul, not Paul, but Peter, writing at the, in Pentecost, or the days leading up to Pentecost, mostly basically said in Acts 1 8, he says, But you shall what? Receive power. When? When? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Okay? So, so we, 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 we are saved, we are born again by the Spirit. By the Spirit. By the Spirit. And we are kept. By the Spirit. See? But the Spirit says, the, the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. That what? That we are the children of God. You ever had that feeling? Have the Spirit ever witnessed to your spirit and let you let you know you're a child of God? You ever, you ever been in a situation and the Spirit let you know, hey, I'm a, you're a child of God. Okay? There's, 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 there's this... There's just some some form of grace that God uses the spirit to stop us, to inform us or to remind us 
that we are his children. Okay. You just can't do it every year. You know, you, you know, I mean, you might want to do it. It, it might be, I'm not saying it's a, a, it might not even be a bad thing, but there's a, some things we just can't do because of who we are in Christ. Okay. And it don't have to be bad. It just may be something that makes us take our eyes off the prize. Okay. Don't have to be a bad thing. We always think about bad things. You know, smoking, drinking, cussing, and all that. No, it might be something good that you can't do because it's. Okay. I can name some stuff. Here's the, here's, here's the one I like. I only got six, and this is we have number five. <laughs> what does God use? What does God use? What's his, what does God, we, we talk about God, we talk about Jesus, we talk about the spirit. Now, what's next? We want to get this word, the word of God, okay? The God accomplishes our born again experience, how? By the word of God. Think about it. How are we born again? How are we born again? This is so plain. Being born again, here we go. First Peter one twenty three. Not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The word of God ain't changing. I did a funeral yesterday. I did a funeral yesterday and and the family asked me to to do the Lord's Prayer afterwards. There there was was people in there with nine different versions. I was like, oh, you guys, y'all got me confused, and I'm reading it here right out of the King James Bible. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, where y'all at? I was all over the place. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's what the word of God does. See, you ever wonder why folks don't want to hear the word of God? Because they don't want to be, they don't want, they don't want to be cut all up. Sometimes you gotta be made better. Amen. I look at that big old wait till Cindy get that brace off. She got a big old cut about that long. Okay, they had to cut her elbow about that, that long. To make it better. To make it better. And six, four pins in there. They got four pins in there. Big, you know, big gash like that. To make it better. That's what the word of God did. See, we walk around all crippled all up because we don't want to, we don't want to get right. Amen. There's a whole lot of Christians, a whole lot of folks out there. They all confused because they don't want to hear the word of God. And they didn't convince the preachers not to preach it. Mm-hmm. No, you preach that, you gone. You don't want, you know, you gone. Okay. Look at, look, at, look at Isaiah 30. Look at Isaiah 30. He says, which say to the seers. Seers were prophets of those days. Those were the preachers of those days in Isaiah 30, 10. He would say to the seers, see not. And to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. Okay? Speak unto us smooth things. Prophecy to see. See, this is what they were telling the preachers. They said, no, don't, no, no. Don't see that. Okay? Preach unto us not right thing. Can you imagine? Here's what they told Jeremiah. They told Jeremiah they was going to kill him if he preached the word. See? He, no, no wonder he was called the weeping prophet. He was called the weeping prophet. He, he was going to bring it anyway. But they said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 11, 21, watch this. He said, therefore, thus say the Lord of men of Anahot that seek thy life. They seek his, they were seeking his life, saying, prophesy not in the name of the Lord that thou die not by our hands. How about that? Imagine, you know, wouldn't have many preachers, would you? You walk into the building and say, hey, look, you preach that, we're going to kill you. Okay. Pay that much. Hmm. The word of God is important, more important than than anything. Okay. Remember in John, 
Jesus had, had told them, told all his disciples. He might have had 20,000 people following him at this time. And, 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 and Jesus said unto them in John 6, 65, and he said, Therefore I said to you that no man can come unto me except it were given of my father. Now watch. And from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Listen, they went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve. Will you go away also? Now, he didn't say anything to the ones that left. You get your churches down and, and a group of people leave. They beg them to come back. They'll tell them, I won't preach that ever again. I'll never preach on sin again. I'll never preach on repentance again. I'll never preach on the need for you to be born again. Just come back. I got to pay for this house. And these cars and the gators. Jesus didn't say that. He didn't say nothing to them when they left. He didn't say nothing to them when they left. Okay? And they walked no more with him. Verse 66. Then here's what he was the next words out of his mouth. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you go away also? That's what he said. Will you also go away? Know why? Because this individual. It didn't matter if Jesus had a crowd of people behind him or twelve. He was going to that cross. Amen. He was going to that cross, see? See, we don't worry. Don't get too horizontal, okay? Don't get to worrying about who watching you, who going to say this. You know what? You got to say like the apostle said. Watch what Peter says. Man, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Peter, Peter made some powerful statements. God used them mightily. Listen, Jesus said, will you go away also? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord. To whom shall we go? How do we get saved? By the word of God. Watch. To whom shall we go? Thou has the words of eternal life. Amen. Okay? That wasn't enough. And Peter had to put some, what do you call that? Put some yeast on it. Okay? He said, to whom shall we go? Thou has the words of life. Now, having that knowledge really don't mean nothing if this, if, if verse 69 doesn't come, come with it. Thou has the words of eternal life. Watch what Peter said. And we believe. Mm-hmm. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I love Peter. I love Peter. Here's the here's the one lady following Jesus. She's following Jesus. And we get caught up. We get caught up in the cabinetry. We get caught up in the we get caught up in the all the all the all the excitement and everything. Listen, listen, listen. Jesus said, uh, watch what he said to this lady. And it came to pass as he spake, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice. She lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bare thee, and the paps which thou hast sucked. She 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 gonna get married praise. She wanna get she's a Mary worshiper. Okay? Watch Jesus. But he said, Jesus, yea, brethren. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. I like that. You don't hear people all here. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know, if you hear the word of God, you are. And keep it. Now you're blessed and highly favored. I talk to people blessed and highly favored. Don't even know nothing about the Bible. All they talking about is they speaking in tongues and, and running around the church and falling out. They don't know nothing about the word of God, but they blessed and highly favored. You cannot be blessed and highly favored and be ignorant Amen. of the gospel. Okay? That's just the word. That ain't me. That's what Jesus said. Don't y'all be waiting for me at the door. Yeah. Now, we covered them all. One more, the evidence... The evidence of you being born again. There's evidence. Don't, 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 
See, don't think there's just nothing evident. You can walk around here uh, undercover Christian. You know, you in you in camouflage. You know, you like sitting there like a tree. You know, you 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 know, you see like deer hunters. They got the tree. They they covered all up with leaves and stuff. You know, too many Christians like that. Nobody even know. You Christian? I'm a Christian too. Been working together thirty years. Just found out they both Christians. Ain't that crazy? Jeremy laughing at me. Proof. Prove it. I, I told somebody, prove it. You're a Christian, prove it. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to prove nothing to you. Uh-oh. You ain't my judge. Only God can judge me. Well, you say you're a Christian, prove it. Okay? Uh-huh. If I tell you I can bench 350 and you in the gym, I can bench 350. Okay, get up under there. I don't feel like it today. This is leg day. <laughs> See? Somebody tell you, man, Christian, prove it. Uh-huh. I want to know. Listen, whosoever is born of God, 1 John 3, 9, do not commit sin. Ooh. What's that mean, pastor? They're not going to be known. They're not going to be known as the town sinner. And when they do sin, gonna, it's going to be a struggle and it's going to be a battle and they're going to be wanting to fight and get out of it. OK, I want to give God glory. And this thing that I'm this thing that I'm, I'm battling with is, is, is a thorn in the flesh. And I want to give God glory in everything I eat, drink and do. That's 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 the person who is not committing sin. None of us are perfect and we all sinners. OK, and we all miss the mark, but we ain't missing it purposely. We're not missing it comfortably, okay? We're not comfortable with this thing, okay? We want it off of us, okay? Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begot loveth also that is begotten of him. That was what we talked about a couple months ago when we were going through First John. Let me tell you something. You want to prove that you love God, you love those that God also loved. Okay, you love the brethren. You love the people of God. Don't tell me you, you have a love for God. You don't love his, uh, your other children. How many in here when we were little? Now we get old. I, you know, I, we get old. We can, we, you know, I tell my brother and sister, look, I don't even bother with you. But when we was little, when we was young, think about it. When we was young children, we loved our brothers and sisters. It wasn't until we got old we didn't want to be bothering them no more. They become knuckleheads. Okay? Now, if God, if, if, if I'm a child of God, and you're a child of God, and you're a child of God, then we all, all love each other. We're all children of God. Comes a package deal. It's a package Amen. deal. Okay? Amen. So you're going to prove how much you love one another? Well, you know, you, know, you ain't going to sit there and tell me you love one another. I, I don't want to be bothering no church people. Prove it. So you go to you go to you you're on trial. Anybody, anybody in here ever been on trial? Uh, other than Jake. <laughs> so you're on trial, okay? And in the in the in the in the prosecutor asks you to prove you are a Christian. How would you do it? Some might say, I'm a member of the church. I'm a member of the church. A good prosecutor will eat that up. Okay? How difficult is it for a non-Christian to join a church? Listen, anybody can join a church. You know? Fall out, sit in a chair. Come back for a Sunday, you get the right hand of fellowship. Others may say, well, I've been baptized. Huh? What's that mean? Seriously. I ain't baptizing nobody else. I'm done. Jeremy is in charge of all baptisms. Because you did, I'm, I'm baptized. I used to hear it all the time. Well, when you were a Christian, well, 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 how did you become a Christian? I got baptized. Mm-hmm. I think Jake talked for, for, for two or three weeks with the young people about what it means to be baptized. 
Okay? What does it mean to be baptized? Okay? It's really basically telling, telling the lost world or telling all the family and loved ones, you know what? I am a child of God, and, and this, this water baptism is symbolic of me becoming a new person. When I come out of this water, I'm going to be different. Okay? But you got to be different before you go in the water. Amen. Okay, because you know you 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 know you you can't the water listen. It's just there's a million people believe that you can you can get saved while you're in the water. If you ain't saved before you go under, you ain't gonna be saved when you come out. You be wet. <laughs> My parents were Christians. I must be a Christian. All right. Can you prove it? Can you prove it? That's a tough one. Remember David? I don't know what psalm it was. I'm about to finish. David didn't have no problem. David, David begged God... He said, try me, test me, prove me. What psalm is that? <sighs> Created me a clean heart. David didn't have a problem with being tested and being judged, and none of us should be. Folks ought to look at us and say, you know what? I got respect for you as a man of God or as a woman of God. And not because we're perfect and not because we're doing everything right. Because get good times, bad times, ups and downs, trials and tribulations, we still hold on to our faith. We still hold on to our faith. Let's, let's have a word of prayer. Amen. Amen.